T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. In the pantheon of walk-off possibilities, Bases Loaded Walk is right up there with Oh, I don't know, a nice bowl of oatmeal, a documentary about a cardboard factory. But from the files of beggars can't be choosers, a win is a win. And thank you, Texas Rangers, for taking some of the sting out of what would happen down the road some three hours later. Yeah, yeah, congratulations, Blues. Sing your Gloria, plan your parade. At least the news was good Wednesday at Fenway. While the Blues beat the Bruins four games to three, At least the Sox beat Texas four runs to three. And that we will recap very happily right about now. It's your Daily Sox podcast. It's your Daily Sox podcast. It's where you're going to find out what the Sox are doing. It's your Daily Sox podcast. It's your Daily Sox podcast. Oh, it's your Daily Sox podcast. And here's your host. It had been a hailstorm of humiliation. A 1-5 in five homestand, 10-20 against winning teams. One of those, the Rangers. Yeah, I know that's a hockey team, too. We'll, we'll table the hockey. Let's get into some baseball. Josh Lewin with you, and let's kind of frame this. I think it's instructive, actually. The Texas Rangers last year were 67-95. and 95. They were 41 games worse than the Red Sox in the win column. 340 runs worse than the Red Sox in run differential. Their big offseason moves were signing Lance Lynn and trading away Jerickson Profar. They did sign Hunter Pence to a minor league contract at the beginning of spring training, and it turns out he's actually pretty good still. But uh, look, the, the forecasts for the Rangers weren't exactly optimistic. They've run through 12 starting pitchers. Rugnet Odor's got a 248 OBP. Bullpen has not exactly been stellar for them. Ronald Guzman and Omar Mazzara aren't tearing it up. Yet, they began this game three games better in the standings than the awesome, amazing Boston Red Sox, or at least what's left of the Red Sox. So I think we kind of need to talk about that for a moment, because think about who was pitching at various points over the last few games. Darwin's and Hernandez, Ryan Weber, Colton Brewer, Mike Schworn, Josh Taylor, Josh Smith, Bobby Pointer. Red Sox needed all those guys the last week. Tuesday, eight walks given up by Boston pitchers at tie to season high. And in the ninth innings of games this year, ERA of six. It's the worst inning in terms of ERA that the Red Sox have this year. And I know a lot of that was Tyler Thornburg working on things in 10-2 games. But still, Ryan Brazier, uh, May 2nd and before that, had a 1.3 ERA. Since then, he's got a six. Matt Barnes, before May 19th, one and a half ERA. Since then, 9.9. Marcus Walden, before May 19th, at a 1.37. He's been at 5.6 ever since. So there's some regression from a lot of the bullpen. We should mention Heath Hembry's been great. Brandon Workman's been terrific. He only had one real blemish. That was a game at Yankee Stadium where he only got one out, gave up three earned runs. But other than that, he's been brilliant. But remember... Last year, other than 
Velasquez and Johnson. The Red Sox had basically no need for desperation pitching. They had one start from Jalen Beeks. They had one from William Cuevas. And they really didn't need to push through any minor leaguers, didn't need to rush anybody. The, the lack of organizational depth was not exposed at all. Kind of has been this year. And you thought that might be the case in this game once Rick Porcello left. Porcello allowed a couple runs in the first inning. And that, unfortunately, has been kind of a thing for Porcello this year. Thankfully, he's gotten better as games have gone on. But it was Hunter Pence with the two RBI base hit in the first And I got to admit, I got a bit of a man crush on Hunter Pence because he doesn't really care what it looks like up there. The choked up lumberjack swings, throws like he doesn't have an elbow. To borrow a phrase, he does it his way. He's got one batting glove. You you watch him swing and and you'd kind of like to find the scout that scouted him. And you'd like to ask him, how and why did you think this would ever work out? But here he is. He's 36 years old. He's still getting it done for his hometown team in Arlington, Texas, no less. So I I got a little bit of love for Hunter Pence, I'll admit it, partially because his name sounds like Underpants, which I think is funny. Anyway, 2-0 Texas, and then uh, bottom one, Devers, who should be an all-star, of course, against Lance Lynn, eight-pitch at bat. He ends with a single rolled in a center that scores Benintendi, who had doubled. Benny was 3-for-41 in first innings at one point, you might remember. Now he's 4 for his last six in first innings. Porcello is as usually the case. He settles down. 301 batting average against Porcello first time through the order. After though, uh, after that, it, it's 239. So no problems there. Sox would eventually tie the game in the bottom of the third. Bradley leadoff walk. Benny a two-out triple this time. Bottom of the fifth, Sox would take the lead. Chavis an infield single. Benny two-out RBI double. Going the other way, deep left center. So Not really cycle material because he's missing the home run and the single here, but two doubles and a triple will absolutely work. Benintendi always seemed like a prime cycle suspect to me because he's got triple speed, doubles power. He'll pop the occasional dong. And look, if Benji Molina can hit for the cycle at Fenway, someday so can Benintendi. As it stands, the last cyclist for the Sox, you might know Brock Holt in the playoffs last year, Betts against the Blue Jays last year, Holt in 15 against Atlanta. John Valentin in 1996, I think, against the White Sox. I, I used to really like John Valentin. Big Jimmy Fund guy, big game player. Uh, seven runs batted in in that game against the Indians in the playoffs, 99 ALDS. Just a made-for-Fenway, dead pull right-hand hitter, Seton Hall pirate. Uh, liked me some John Valentin. Anyway, I've, I've kind of drifted off course here. We go to the uh, eighth inning. Porcello's out. 3-2. Rangers trail the Red Sox. And the bullpen coughs it up. Workman hits Shinsu Chu with one out. Delano DeShields Jr. drops down a sack. Bunt Vasquez throws it away. So now it's second and third. One out. Elvis Andrews, the sack fly. There's your tie game. Mazzara intentionally walked to get to the dangerous and resurgent Tasmanian Devil wannabe Hunter Pence. And he strikes out. So, just like the Stanley Cup final at that point, 3-3. The 11th blown save of the year for the the Red Sox, too, by the way. We're not just kind of easing past that. i I got to point that out. Anyway, uh, bottom of the eighth, Benny pops out. J.D. Martinez strikes out. Nothing happening here. So, top of the ninth, Matt Barnes works around a walk. And we're thinking, okay, bottom nine, let's go. Puck drop is 60 minutes away. Time is of the essence here, gentlemen. Jesse Chavez pitching, that's tough because he's got a 23-inning scoreless streak, longest active streak in the majors. Vasquez leading off, trying to atone for the error 
He does. Deep drive to center. Could it be? Could it be gone? Uh, almost. I mean, it was towards the triangle. It short hops. It's a double. Might have been a triple and it stayed in play. But no matter. Marco Hernandez pinch runs at second. Up comes JBJ. Problem with that is Jackie Bradley Jr., six strikeouts and nine career at-bats against Chavez. But looky here. Base hit right field. First and third, nobody out. And the puck drop now less than an hour away. So come on, Chavis, fly ball of any depth will do it. They pitch him away. He fails to take the bait. Good job. It's a five-pitch walk. And now bases loaded, nobody out for Mookie Betts. It was one for eight lifetime against Chavez, and he doesn't even need to swing. As the teams basically hit the ice for warm-ups at the Garden, it's ball one, ball two, ball three, ball four. Ball game over and a much-needed Red Sox win. On the subject of Mookie, I've seen a couple of columns out there lately suggesting that if this season doesn't U-turn, do you consider moving Mookie? And at first blush, I would say trading the defending MVP in his prime is borderline insane, unless you're completely convinced he's not going to sign a long-term extension. And that's where you say, okay, you know what? Moving him now, starting a, a very modified rebuild, shouldn't be completely off the table. Maybe not as crazy as you thought. I, I'm not advocating it. I'm just saying if this season kind of spirals here, I think it's something you have to consider, whether it's the, I mean, just looking at these Texas Rangers, they flip Mark Teixeira to Atlanta, right, when Teixeira was in his prime. Didn't know if they could re-sign him. They got Elvis Andrews back. He's still with him. Neftali Feliz helped him go to the World Series twice. They got Matt Harrison in that deal. He was a Game 7 World Series starter. So it, it's just a talking point. It, it, it's not been a vintage Mookie season, but he did drive in the winner in this one, and he got everyone in front of their TVs in time for Game 7. Once this one was over, the boys in the booth spoke to one of the stars of the game. It was Christian Vasquez. Always a good time to hear him, so here you go. Christian, uh, congratulations. Huge hit in the ninth inning there, uh against Chavez he had a 23 inning scoreless streak were you looking for something there yeah I know uh, I read in the report that he liked his cutter so I was looking a good cutter middle end middle end to drive it yeah you know Christian I was actually just saying that please throw him a cutter middle end and leave this yard right now but it was actually kind of outer half so give you a lot of credit staying on it too right using that big part of the ballpark because you pull off of it you pop up but you stayed on it and drove it to right center yeah I was I was very close to the plate to home plate yep. and you know trying to to see the ball about good and, and you know I get the pitch and drive it you know I hit it well and you know you get the double. Did you call for more fastballs today with both Workman and Barnes? Yeah they everybody knows that Every, those guys throw a lot of curveballs so we changed a little bit the plan and you know just success you know. You know one of the things too with Barnes I saw back-to-back change-ups you guys threw too almost like just showing that third pitch just to kind of get the hitter off. Yeah, that's that's a plan today, you know. You know, everybody in the league know that those guys have the best curveball in the league and, you know, we need to, you know, make adjustments. Well, Christian, it's a shame Rick couldn't get the win because he pitched so well at one point retiring 15 in a row. Uh, he just had that little hiccup there in the first inning, but otherwise he was nearly perfect, huh? Yeah, he was, you know, attacking the hitters, you know, only two runs in the first you know, in the first inning, and after that, he was outstanding. You know, I think the slider was working today, both to righties and lefties, and, you know, fastball up. 
So now you're going to have to remind Rafael that that ball lands in that little dirt circle. <laughs> that is your ball or what? I tell him, you know, it's my, it's my ball. It's my ball. I need that uh, percent up, you know. But, yeah, it's it's fun, fun game, and, you know, thank God we, we got the W. Yeah, I'm at the bunt by uh, the Shields there. That was uh, You always uh, take a good angle, uh, but the runner was pretty close to the bag there, wasn't he? Yeah, in that play, I got my mask in my eyes. I can't see. I throw it with no eyes, so it was tough, but, you know, does not matter. We got the W. That's it. Yeah, you know, it's been a tough homestand, right, coming up to the, up to this game here. So it's just, just an important W, it seemed like, for you guys today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, we're a little bit, you know, you know, a little bit down right now, but this win, you know, I hope we continue to play like this today and, you know, the bus coming and, and the pitchers, that they, they, they do their job and, you know, we're going to be fine. Well, Chris, I don't know if you didn't grow up as a big hockey fan, but are you caught up in what the Bruins have tonight? Hey, we need that. We need that. Uh, I think it's going to be history for this city, you know, three championships in one year so it's gonna be a fun night and you'll be watching very good thank you so oh. much christian congratulations right, thanks thank guys. guys four runs 10 hits one error for the Sox. three five and oh for the rangers barnes gets himself a win porcello a no decision with six and two thirds innings of five hit ball only two hits after that troublesome first inning and the Sox are above 500 again albeit barely 35 and 34 to the manager to the manager alex cora We've been talking about this the last week, uh, making adjustments and and using the the big part of the field. And uh, today he put some great swings. Started with you know going the other way. And uh, you know we we need him to to start driving the ball. You know, and it's not pull side. It's not homers. You know, he can hit 40 doubles, 45 doubles, and we take that. He's a complete hitter. So it was good to see him swing the bat the way he did tonight. Um, yesterday he put a good swing, the ball to straight center, and you know the home run the other day. So. He's in a good place right now. Sean, right. He probably was not as aggressive in the leadoff spot at times as you would like. <laughs> Today, we saw five pitches and had two doubles and a triple. Is, is he kind of getting back to that now that he's uh, I don't know. I, we had a lot of conversations and I asked him to do whatever he wanted in the leadoff spot. It just seemed that didn't didn't he wasn't comfortable, but now the other guy is not getting on base so you know it's the give and take whatever but we're gonna roll with this like i said the rest of the season um you know the first at bat in this two spot in new york he it's a 14 pitch at bat or something like that i was like okay oh, i get it let's let's roll like this and you know mookie's getting <clears throat> at bats with men on you know as long as jackie christian and those guys get on he's gonna get his it's the only thing that you know that first at bat is with nobody on but he can change the game too Yeah, he had a great game behind the plate. Um, you know, first inning, we got two outs, so two count, and they scored two runs. And after that, he, he you know, he, st he stayed in there with uh, Rick and, and called a great game. You know, in the play, I mean, it's, it's a do-or-die play. He just threw it away, but, uh, I mean, that was a good swing. And it's good to see him, you know, staying the other way. Uh, not, not to right field, but in that gap. That was a good swing. Um, I think he's been throwing the ball well, honestly. Um, you know, with just one pitch here to Kiermaier, uh, you know, in New York. I forgot which pitch was it, but it's not like he's making too many mistakes. It's just a 
matter of, you know, like when he makes it, it's minute, second, third, two outs, and, and we pay the price. But tonight he, he made some good pitches. He stayed <clears throat> using his fastball in and out and had great tempo, uh, did a good job with Christian. Uh, so, you know, it's just one of those that, you know, tomorrow we got David and, and you know, we we can keep rolling. You know, that that's the thing, you know, just put quality quality starts. That's important thing and, and give the offense a chance to score runs. Um, you, uh, obviously you're not where you want to be at this point in the season, but is it I've been saying the goal is to get to five over. That, that's we need to get there, you know. And I say sooner rather than later, and it's been like later, you know. But uh, we still got time to do that. With, with Mookie up there, did you feel one way or another that run was going to Yeah, I actually thought that he was going to get a pitch that he can drive, you know. But uh, he was patient enough. He, I think the two-one, you know, the, he was he was after it and he he lay off of it. It was a good at bat. Christian, uh, more balance, uh, driving the ball, not trying to hit singles to in between the uh, that first base, uh, second ball. Um, you know, he's driving the ball. Um, he worked hard, like I said, in the off season with swing. I think October was great for him as far as like confidence, and um, you know, he he's been more aggressive. I think he's he's also, although he's swinging and missing a little bit more, but he's been more aggressive in the strike zone, which is great. All right, there's the skipper. So now one game left against the Rangers. They won't see him again until the very end of the season, the penultimate series of the year. Matter of fact, it's going to be David Price on Thursday night against the righty Adrian Sampson. David Price, let's talk about him. David Price should be an all-star with a 2.7 ERA, 14 walks, 69 strikeouts, giggity. Uh, Lowest ERA among Red Sox starters kind of by far right now. And in fact, since May 20th, 1.13 1.13 ERA, 205 opponents batting average. Last time out, that was against Tampa Bay, second game of the doubleheader, closing out that very long day at Fenway, a 10-strikeout game. He's only allowed one home run in his last four starts. I like that, too. Six innings or better each of his last three starts. So looking forward to some more greatness from David Price, and maybe the Red Sox actually square this series 2-2 two and two with the Texas Rangers. Josh Lewin reporting. Sorry it didn't go uh, better for the Bruins, obviously, but at least the Red Sox got their walk-off walk, and we'll walk it off ourselves now to the distant sunset in uh, the podcast frontier. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.